Sin doesn't always need a day. Today on Rooted Daily, we see how sin can destroy even if all we give it is a little flirtation. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and we have a God of forgiveness and grace and mercy. That's the gospel, the good news. God sent his only begotten son so that we could be set free from sin and its consequence. And so Paul writes in Romans 6, we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. We are saved to be set free from sin. Sometimes we get confused about the way salvation works. We focus in on the forgiveness and the grace and the mercy part, and we neglect the power part of our salvation. When we are saved, we're not only forgiven of past sin, We have the power to conquer future sin too. With Jesus, you have the power to defeat sin. You are not defenseless. You have the almighty God, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the defeater of death on your side. James 4, 7 says, therefore, if we resist the devil, he will flee from us. That's the power we have as Christians. And with the promise of that power comes a warning. This power to defeat sin is available, but if we don't use it, sin and its consequence will return. What is the consequence of sin? Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. That's the gospel warning. If we don't use the power Jesus offers us, sin will kill us. And as we read through the Bible, I think we have the temptation to underestimate the seriousness of that warning. Over time, We avoid the Old Testament with all of its narratives of of God's judgment. Cherry pick through the sermons of Jesus and the letters of Paul and then skip past the harsh warnings of Hebrews and, and James and Jude. We read the passages that tell us only of God's love and his forgiveness and his joy, but we skip right over the passages that are whopping us in the head with a two by four of truth. Why? Well, let's admit the hard truth. Many of us are failing in the fight against daily temptation. We are claiming to be in a relationship with Jesus, but flirting with sin. Yet how many of us are trying to rest in the promises of scripture, but ignoring the warning signs? In Judges chapter 16, the story of Samson and Delilah shows us that temptation thrives when we refuse to heed the warnings. Delilah is hired to lure in the strong Samson by the Philistines. They ask her to try to find a secret to his strength, and and she does it. Delilah reels in Samson, and what's more is Samson seems to enjoy the fight. He, He nibbles the lure that should set off alarms in his head, and he doesn't even feel the hook that is sinking into his jaw. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies and and how you might be bound that one could subdue you. That should have warned Samson of something. But Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Chapter 16, verses 6 through 7. Samson is in bed with temptation. He's flirting with her, delighting in the fleeting pleasure 
He toys with danger. Now she had men lying in ambush in an inner chamber, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he snapped the bowstrings as a thread of flax snaps when it touches the fire, and so the secret of his strength was still not known. Judges 16, verse 9. Yeah, how could he be so stupid, right? How could this big, strong warrior let this woman almost take him down? Well, we do the same thing. We tell ourselves we can dabble in sin and emerge unscathed. I'm strong enough. I I know my limits. And at this point, Samson, he doesn't give his whole heart to temptation, just enough to have a little fun. Temptation has a way of lowering our guard through a false sense of security. He makes it out alive this time, but the next time, Delilah wants more. Then Delilah said to Samson, Behold, you have mocked me and told me lies. Please tell me how you might be bound. Judges chapter 16, verse 10. Two more times, Samson flirts with temptation. He allows himself to be bound in various ways, and he bursts the bonds. See, I'm strong enough. This sin, it isn't that dangerous. I'll be just fine. I can stop whenever I want to. I am in total control. Meanwhile, the alarm bells are blaring. It's obvious to everyone involved that Delilah is leading Samson by the hand to death. But every time she becomes more brazen in her attempts on his life, Samson cups his ears a little tighter against the sirens. Each time he gives him more inching closer to destruction. And in her final appeal, Delilah goes for the death blow. She goes for his heart. And she said to him, how can you say I love you when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times and you have not told me where your great strength lies. And when she pressed him hard with her words day after day and urged him, his soul was vexed to death and he told her all his heart. Snuck up on him. Did Samson ever imagine that uh, a little fun in the bedroom would end in trading his vow to the Lord for a Philistine mistress? They would end in his uh, death. Temptation wore him down little by little. Each time he was bound, he had an opportunity to turn back, to renounce Delilah, to repent of his sin and return to the Lord. But he ignored the warnings, all of them. Samson told Delilah about his Nazarite vow and his uncut hair. And Samson laid down to sleep, totally oblivious to the danger as his hair was shaved. And she said, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he awoke from his sleep and he said, I will go out at other as other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. It's a pretty sad sentence. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. Samson so took God for granted. He was so blinded by his sin that he could not see that the Lord was nowhere to be found. No matter what sin he flirted with, Samson always assumed he was okay because the Lord was by his side. But with each night, Samson's heart hardened a little more against the warning of the Lord that he didn't even feel a difference when God left entirely. The Philistines ended up seizing Samson it gouged out his eyes and making him their prisoner in Gaza, he was left. You know, do you remember the warning in the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave? Jesus says, if your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out, throw it away. 
for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. Matthew chapter 5, verse 29. You know, the story of Samson teaches us this. If you will not gouge out your own eye, God will do it for you for the sake of your soul. You may lose your marriage if you continue in that porn habit. You may lose your job if you continue to defraud your company. You may end up losing everything if you plunge headlong into drunkenness. Sin has consequences, always. Eyes will be gouged out one way or another. If the children of God ignore the warning signs, God's warnings will get louder and clearer. In Judges, Samson's eyes lead him into temptation over and over again, so God cuts to the source. But here's the good news. God's discipline is for a purpose. It's meant to save us from eternal destruction. God took Samson's eyes so that he wouldn't lose his soul. And so Judges 16.22 ends this story, and there's hope. But the hair of his head began to grow again after it had been shaved. Samson, he flirted with sin. And before he knew it, he had gone too far. And it wasn't until he was blinded that he saw clearly again. No longer led astray by temptation, Samson was able to follow the Lord. God's discipline is not pleasant especially when you intentionally ignore the warnings, warnings that are meant to keep you from destruction and death. Do not think that you will continue to walk in temptation without consequences. The eye will be gouged out one way or another. Either you can do it or God can do it for you in his grace, or you can fall into eternal destruction. Brothers and sisters, as long as it is called today, be sure that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. That's Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.